Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. Also, happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. Who are you spending today with? Um, if you don't have a person to spend Valentine's Day with today, that's okay, because you have your Subaru, and we know we all love our Subaru. Um, love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. So this is a great day to go on a date with your Subaru. Go for a nice drive. Go have a great dinner somewhere, you know, someplace that you really enjoy. Um, I'm not going to get to share Valentine's today with the person that I love because she's in Dallas and I'm in Houston and it's a Monday, so it just doesn't really work out. But I did send her some chocolates and stuff, so that'll be nice. And she doesn't know about it, so that'll be a nice surprise for her. Um, but yeah. Also, I have the wild thornberries on today, and when I asked them, or I actually, I gave them the option to have their episode come out today, and River said, yes, absolutely, that would be awesome. So, happy Valentine's Day, wild thornberries. So, we're going to get into their episode here in a little bit, but of course, we have to take care of some business before that, and then we will hear from them and hear all about their trek and their adventures and their mods and the awesome color scheme that they have. So we will get into that here in just a bit. This episode is brought to you by Melee Design Firm. They are your battery and battery mount specialists. They have battery mounts for several different Subaru models. They also have some rally spec battery mounts, which would be great for those of you out there who like to rally your cars. And some of the benefits are it provides a level of heat and physical damage protection. It's lightweight. You're able to place the mount anywhere there's a flat metal surface, including the trunk. It also can shed and or shift vital weight in the vehicle. It's also track tested. These mounts are currently being used by numerous professional race teams in North America. Also, I'm sure you've heard of a guy named Bucky Lassick. Melee offers a Lassick Special Edition Rally Spec battery mount. So this one and all of the other ones each come with a unique serial number for authenticity and quality control. So go check out MeleeDesignFirm.com and see which battery mount will work best for your vehicle. Also check to see which battery will work with that mount. So thank you so much, Melee Design Firm, for sponsoring the Subi and You podcast. Are you looking for a new duffel bag or cooler? You need to check out SubaruGear.com, which is another sponsor of the Subi and You podcast. At SubaruGear.com, you can find lunch bags, Bags for travel, duffel bags for the gym, coolers for your next outing, you name it, they've got it. These are also great for the Subaru Rally events. So go find your favorite, whether it's an eco-friendly brand, a give back brand, and more at SubaruGear.com. Don't forget to use the code SUBINU at checkout to get 15% off of your order, plus free shipping. Thank you, SubaruGear.com, for sponsoring the Subi and You podcast. Hey, are you still rocking those OEM wheels on your Subaru? If you are, go check out Rika VS. They have some awesome styles to help enhance the look of your Subaru plus the off-road performance because you want a great wheel when you're going off-road, one that is durable and lightweight especially. And Rika is committed to providing customers with the highest quality, specialized wheels 
but also lift kits that will allow you to travel further, experience new adventures, and discover extraordinary destinations. Rika wants to make sure that you are ready for anything wherever adventure takes you. Rika's Flowform process creates both lightweight and durable wheels, which are of the highest quality and built to satisfy the requirements of all you adventure enthusiasts. Rika's lift kits raise your Subaru to protect the vehicle's underbody from damage while off-roading. The lift kits were also designed to increase the vehicle ride height in order to accommodate larger tires while maintaining the factory ride quality and alignment. The quest for adventure begins with you, and Rika is what gets you there. Thank you so much, Rika VS, for sponsoring the Subi and You podcast. And lastly, this episode is brought to you by Orbis Overlanding. They can help take care of your mounting needs for your roto pack and also a lot of your interior mounting needs for your medical kit, for any of your flashlights or what other gear you might take with you. I don't really know because I don't have any of the interior um, mounting solutions because I don't ever get out. So for all of you that do, they can help you with that. So thank you, Orbis Overlanding, for sponsoring the podcast. And be sure to use the code SUBI and you, that's A-N-D all spelled out, to get 10% off of any of the automotive products that he has on his website. Also, for those of you that attended Subaru Winterfest this past weekend, I hope you all had a great time, and I look forward to any of the photos that people may have posted, and uh, let's see what's going to happen with the next Winterfest events that are coming up. It should be pretty exciting. There's seven more to go, so we'll see um, what happens and who all gets to make it out to those. But for now, let's go ahead and get into this episode with the wild thornberries and hear all about their awesome crosstrek that looks like it could be a race car. And we'll hear about that part, too, when we get into this conversation. Go ahead and get this thing started. I'm recording here with the wild thornberries, and I said it correctly. You did. <laughs> you did. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead and um, introduce yourselves. Um, so I'm River, and I'm Juniper. Juniper. Um, we're a married couple living in Northern California in the Redwoods. Sounds um, sounds horrible. Oh, yeah. It's so awful. It's so awful, especially if you hate trees mm-hmm. yeah. or the rain. Yeah. So, well, we're the wild Thorin berries because we, well, my name was originally Thorin, uh, which is why it's Thorin berries. And then we were just a big fan of the old Nickelodeon cartoon, the wild Thorin berries. Yeah. Oh. Our, we introduced our kid to the show. We have a nine year old. Mm-hmm. And um, our nine year old is also named Thorin, and he was just convinced that the name of the show was Thorinberries. He's like, they named the show after me. We're like, the show <laughs> came out before you were born. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even And they just have that is. big overland bus yeah. set up, and we were just so inspired to do our car up like that. We want to be able to just live in it and travel in it and go find all the crazy places. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what... Uh, yeah. So, um, what influenced your decision to buy a Subaru, and and then why a Crosstrek? 
So originally um, we were trading up from our Honda Fit, uh, which was, it was, it did the job. It was, he a, was a great car. It was a college beater and yeah. it had 220,000 miles on it. Um, and then we were looking at cars and we test driven a couple. I wanted a cross track. That was like my affordable dream car. I decided when they made the yellow ones that I wanted one. Um, so when it finally came time, I was like, let's go to the Subaru dealership. We're buying a car. And Juniper wanted to get an Impreza. Um, uh, I've been a fan of Rally, Rally. A fan of all of that since before I can remember. And I was just, I got to get an Impreza. We were living in the Bay. Yeah. So I, and I begrudgingly said, okay, fine. If we're not going to get a cross track, I'll take an Impreza. Well, and it was cheaper. It was cheaper. So we got an Impreza and then. And then went on a big road trip. Um, 10,000 miles. And wow. decided we needed more ground clearance. So <laughs> we, we bought the Impreza, took a 10,000 mile road trip in 30 days, came home from that road trip and brought the Impreza back to the dealership and said, hey, we need a Crosstrek. We traded it in that week for yeah. a Crosstrek right off the showroom floor. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I was wondering, like, where did the compromise come from? Like, hey, I really yeah. want an Impreza. No, I want a Crosstrek. And then, yeah, the ground clearance is definitely a plus whenever you're, you know, depending on what you're wanting to do with your with your yeah, build. So, for sure. so I guess plus, what what did y'all encounter that made y'all decide, like, hey, we need the more we need more ground clearance? Moab, Utah. OK. Yep. Yeah. I think anyone that's ever been there will hear that and be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's just <laughs> desert. Yeah. And rocks. And if you're low to the ground, you can't get anywhere. Yeah. Well, even just getting out of the Safeway parking lot. Oh, gosh, you'd yeah. scrape something or another. And then we moved from Napa up here, up here to Humboldt. And there's potholes because it rains and like all the time. Our yeah. road will flood with like two feet of water. And we have to be able to still get in that in and out. So, so we bought the higher version and then lifted it, lifted it. Yeah. So what, what year is your cross track and what trim level? It's a 2019 limited. So we paid for all the bells and whistles for them to make make them them standard standard the next year. (laughs) Yeah. That's the way it goes. Yeah, of course. I'm not too mad about it. Yeah, I had my car before this was a um, Kia Forte five door and it was uh, I bought it back in 2012 and it was a sport trim. But they the and I really, really wanted a manual, but they didn't offer manuals except for the very base model sedan. And I was like, I'll take the, you know, the automatic. I mean, that's what's available. I did really like it. And then in 2016, I saw a I saw one driving around. And I went and looked it up and the transmission that the sport trim came with was a manual. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, yeah. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah. Or like you finally are like, oh, I'll upgrade my phone and then you do it. And then the new one comes out like the next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't upgraded my phone in a while. <laughs> oh, you're not missing much. No. Uh, so I was looking on your Instagram page. What does it mean where it says golf livery, but make it Subi mean? Oh, yeah. So um, I'm a big fan of the golf oil racing uh, liveries that they put on their cars. 
the, um, the old ones. The old ones, the like, yeah, the early, the early days. I don't know. I was a really big fan of the '90s ones. Anyway, um, but they, I feel like they really honor like the car that they're putting their livery on for uh, it, their racing teams. It complements the body very well. It does. They just like highlight the body of the car. And it's just this like simple, like orange and blue always. Cause that's just the golf colors. And so when we got an orange track, um, I knew, I knew I wanted to do blue on it. Mm-hmm. So um, what is the livery? What does that mean? Exactly. Um, well, in racing, in like in racing, the livery is just the design that you put on the car okay. to show this is who's sponsoring me, and it's the like fun pattern that's on the car. So, uh, gotcha. The Subaru liveries are like the big Subi stars on the side with the swoop. Yeah, and it's usually that like bright yellow Subaru stars. It's and it's usually for like the team. Yeah, and then the whole team has has it's that like livery. The, it's like the matching uniforms. Yeah. Okay. Match. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, when y'all were looking at the cross trek, were you was orange the color you wanted, or was it what was kind of available? Where you had, did you have other colors in mind? Um, a little bit of both. We were looking at the cool gray khaki. Any of the khaki. To any be of honest. the khakis. Um, yeah. But they happened to have an orange just in the showroom at our dealership that was like two blocks from our house. So With, it just had all the bells and whistles. Yeah, on it, it was and just convenient at yeah. the time. Yeah, and we love bold colors, so it worked out perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love the color scheme that you have too, which is really nice. Thank you. I wish I could say I came up with it myself, but <laughs> I didn't. What? So where did the name? Is it Kaylee for your trick? Yeah, it's. Uh, we decided when we bought an orange one that we wanted to name it after a, a fictional redhead. So we named it after Kaylee, the mechanic from Firefly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's um, great. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. And well, that's really as deep as the naming of it went. We were like, she's got to be a redhead. That's all we care about. <laughs> yeah. And what is uh, on your license plate? It says fruity. Yeah. That's another reference. <laughs> we're, we're big nerds out here. Yeah. That's okay. Um, that's a reference to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, another great one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, highly recommend it. If you haven't read it, read the book. It's worth it. Yeah. Plural books, plural. Yeah. But if you're only going to read one, read the first one. Yeah. It's better than the movie. Anyway. Yeah. That's what my daughter said. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it fruity is a, a really cool guy. It's yeah. Who has their ten. stuff together. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, gotcha. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, so where did you come up with a color scheme or who came up with it? Uh, golf. golf, golf racing. It was just inspired by, and it just goes so well. The The placement of all the colors and all that on the car was purely river river was yeah. like, I think we're going to do white here. She mocked some up on Photoshop so we could come up with a few ideas. Yeah. And, but the specific colors was a mix of what golf did. And well, and honestly, my grandpa is a big Florida Gators fan. So I kind of just grew up with orange, orange and, blue and blue being together. Like oh, they've just okay. always gone together in my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just kind of made sense to gotcha. do it that way. Yeah. And then when y'all bought your car, did you, I mean, did y'all already have intentions of doing a color scheme and modding it? Or was yeah. that something that you kind of came into after you bought the car? 
No, we um we put a we put a bar on our Impreza that we had. Um, it wasn't the LP bar. I want to say it was Rally Innovations. It was Rally. We we were the testing people for Rally Innovations bars on the Impreza's on that the year. Impreza's. We drove down to nice. SoCal and we put it on, and we like spent the day at Disney. Yeah, but um, but we put the bar on that, and we had some really big decals on the side that we got from Orsini Vinyl, and um that was really all the modding that we had time to do because we had the Impreza for such a short amount of time. So we went into getting the cross track being like, we're going to like really do it. up. We already had a whole shopping list. Yeah. Like we knew we wanted the LP <laughs> bar. We knew we wanted, we just switched our lights that we already had. Um, we had already, we had our decals picked out from Orsini vinyl before we had the car. Yeah. Like we had already ordered new ones before we even went into the showroom to get, get, the, car. get the car. Um, so we always kind of knew we wanted to do it up. And then the extent to which we wanted to do it has just kind of grown over time. Yeah. And then did y'all did y'all kind of already know about the Subaru community before you bought your car? Um, before we bought our Impreza vaguely. Uh, but between getting the Impreza and that like month and a half till we got the cross track, it, it was like an immersive experience. Yeah. Zero we to 16. Cause we, most of that road trip was spent in various national parks. And of course there's always Subarus and national parks. So we would, you know, go park at a trailhead and come back and like four other Subies would be parked by us. And we'd be like, what? Yeah. That was kind of our introduction to it. And it was, a. Uh, jumping in the deep end but in like the coolest way yeah and then and then when did you start your instagram page did you have an instagram page for the impreza or like just your account for the car or was it more like a personal uh, one yeah i was posting everything on my personal account and it got to a point where like my personal account was only my car for a bit and i was like okay i need to separate it um so i think finally in the summer of 2019 i made a an instagram account for kaylee and that was the wild oh. thornberries or did you call it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I I want to say we had, I, I want to say that was around the time that we had introduced him to the show too. It all just kind of fell in our lap mm-hmm. that he thought the name of the show was the wild thornberries as I was trying to come up with like an Instagram <laughs> handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, did you ever, I mean, I know you kind of had a plan for like a vision for what you wanted to do with the cross track, but did you ever imagine that it would be where it is today with all the colors and mods or is it not so far fetched that it, it is where it is in your head? I mean, a little bit of both. Um, the colors are not surprising at co- all. Yeah. The colors that, aren't surprising, but all the mods, I, it felt like we'd never get here at as far as we have just because they're all so expensive. Yeah. So it's, so it's just like such a long process of saving up for the next big thing. Yeah, which we're still which we're still doing. Saving up for it but never ends. When I was a kid, I wanted my car to look like a Hot Wheels. So oh, my, yeah. my like eight year old self is thrilled um, <laughs> every week. Their, <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, and like, what is the intent of your build? Like to go off-roading or soft-roading, overlanding, car camping, or are you just like kind of whatever? Yeah. Um, it's our daily driver. (laughs) So, uh, reliability, but, um, 
we overland, we go camping, we travel a lot for my work because I'm a wedding photographer. Okay. Lots so, of lots of car camping is yeah, probably we lots of car camping. Instead of doing a hotel, why not just have all of your conveniences and just camp and save some money and enjoy the woods and yeah. So we'll, we'll go like shoot a wedding and travel then, for work, go down, shoot a wedding, go camp that night in a new home. place yeah. just because we can. And you have a, a tent, right? On a rooftop tent. Yes. Yeah, we have a tipui. Now Love did that. <laughs> did you did you do any camping in your car before you had the rooftop tent, or did you go get that pretty early on? Um, we did that 10,000 mile road trip. We had an instant tent. One of the ones where you just like take it out of the bag and like, and, like pops open, it pops much. open and like springs to life. Yeah. Um, and we did a lot of car camping. We had a roof basket, um, or it wasn't a basket. It was a box. Or we had a roof box, we had a roof box and just the car was and storage basically. Yeah. We camped every night <laughs> of that 10,000 mile road trip and came back and we were like, all right, we need a better tent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we were looking into rooftop tents and that was another one that was just like a happy accident. We started talking to this guy on Reddit who had an extra one because he who bought it in close. a like warehouse sale that Tapui was having. Um, and he lived like four hours away and he was like, if you drive down to come get it, like, I'll get sell it, it to you for cheap, super cheap. That's so, awesome. Now we have so a very, day, very large yeah. rooftop tent. We would not have gotten one <laughs> we this have, big. We wouldn't have gotten one this big, but it it was just like a happy thing mm-hmm. that fell into our lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, some, kind of, sometimes you can't pass those up. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, we drove down the next day. Like, <laughs> we were talking to him and he was like, can you come down tomorrow? And we were like, yep. yep. Of yes, course. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So what, what was your first, um, I mean, what was the first thing you ended up putting on the cross trek? Like decal, and then what was the first mod? Um, the bar, the light bar. Yeah, um, the LP. We have the LP Adventure bar. We already had our lights, um, like I said, from the Impreza. So it was a pretty easy switch. We ordered it. They shipped it in what? I think we put the bar on like a week after we got the car. Yeah. Because we like we knew the car was coming, the old bar didn't work on it, mm-hmm. and we were just like, "Well, we need the lights because we do so much nighttime driving. Yeah, a lot of driving out well, here then, in the middle of the in woods. the redwood forest. I mean, it's dark just, is it's like you're in a cave because wow. there are no light comes in. The trees are just There's so just so much big plant and tall and thick and take up. It's hard to see. And yeah. then of course there's wildlife. So in an effort not to hit the bears and the deer and all of that. The bar, the bar with the lights helps so much. Yeah. So, what was the first decal you put on? Ooh, the orange mountains. Yeah, the little the emblem, emblem overlays. The emblem decals. Yep. Yeah, those are nice. I like that. Ooh, yeah. And what would you say? I guess for each of you, is your favorite mod? Oh, we have the same favorite mod. We have yep. our mechanic, um, Alex Gower. Shout out! I love you. You're yeah. the best. Um, he bought some little led lights for the hatch of our trunk. And, uh, when you open the trunk, now we have a little button that you can press and turn on some really bright white leds and illuminate it illuminates like all around the car pretty much Mm -hmm. and the whole inside of the hatch. And it's 
fantastic for camping at night in the a, middle of the forest. A $10 mod. I think yeah. all the switch was a couple dollars. Yep. The lights were a dollar each and the wiring. And he just drilled some holes. He just in drilled them. some holes and hooked them up. And yeah, now we can actually see in the trunk while we're camping and needing to grab something it's, in the middle of the night. It's so pleasant. Yeah. And, I've and seen that. Like, yeah. They pull like nothing. Yeah, uh, no battery really. Or, so we could accidentally leave them on for like a couple days and our battery would be fine. Wow. Which is, nice to think about yeah no i see yeah i saw a picture as so i was scrolling through um where you've got the hatch open and those are really really bright that is definitely a good mod yes yeah. most functional like that's the first thing i would if i got a new car tomorrow that's the first thing we would do oh for sure do you have any any mods that you have done that you kind of wish you would read would have redone or would redo if you could um, we actually just redid one. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. had the the switches for our front auxiliary lights. They were down where the fuse box is, like kind of over there. You couldn't really reach like them. Mildly inconvenient. It was, it was inconvenient to like toggle it off if cars come in the other way or something like that. And we just moved those switches like two or three weeks ago to right by our gear shift. Yeah. So that I can we can just turn them on so and off so much more easily. It's like between the gear shift and the cup holders. Oh so. yeah easy to get to yeah with our own with nice little led buttons instead of those pia ones that and the buttons we have one button that's orange and one button that's blue so it matches the theme yep oh that's awesome yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool so what um if you were told that you had to get rid of all but one of your mods <laughs> which one would you keep uh i hate this question <laughs> i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say the trunk lights because it's just so convenient. Like yeah. I just see, and I would probably say the lift. The lift is just oh so God, like because we live the in the woods on a dirt road and have water and, and, and like the river that goes yeah across the road. The floods, flood, like yeah. the lift, is vital just to get out of our driveway. Yeah, that's um, it's fair. It's just it's a peace of mind. Like if we didn't have the lift, we could still drive around, no problem. But we but would I'd have to be club. thoughtful about it so much more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Lift is definitely good. Get that extra clearance. Mm hmm. So yeah, what? Game changer, that one. What mods do you still have that you want to add? A laundry <laughs> list. Um, I don't think the list is as long as you think it is. No, we we need a way to store a full size spare. Um, now that we've upgraded all of that, our little donut in the back isn't going to really hack it if anything happens. Yeah. Oh, y'all don't so, have a full size spare yet. We don't. We, we don't. Are, <sighs> because we've been in quarantine, so it's like we're not going anywhere. Yeah. We might as well save the money. Um, that's probably like our first next mod is getting. We want to get one of those back mounts that like swing out to the side that can keep the spare. Mm-hmm. And then probably a ladder to make doing the rooftop tent a little easier. I really want to get the like rock sliders, the side ones that come with, they don't come with. The, it's, it's the LP bars, yeah. but they're the rock guards that are along the side sills. Thank you. But that yeah. would just be close. I think it would look really It would look cool, though, really good though. Because if we got them, then we could powder coat the front bar and the side bars white and it would look so nice mm-hmm. with the white wheels but it would yeah. be purely aesthetic i think at that point 
So it's not a high priority. No, get item. them, get the full size spare first. Yeah. And then we have a couple more decals that we want to add, but we're almost done with the decals. Yeah. I think we only have two or three left. So y'all, do y'all get like a lot of looks when you are out driving around at your car? <laughs> we do. We call it neck collecting because we break people's necks when we drive by. No, we didn't coin that term. Though, we did not. Uh, but we, we stumbled upon that term and fell in love with it. So. Yeah. What's, yeah, uh, kids, kids in parking lots are probably my favorite reaction. Yeah, look, a race car. Yeah, all the time. Mommy, look at the race car, and I'm like, we don't go that fast, or but thank you. My favorite is little old ladies in their orange cross tracks because yes. all the old people love orange cross tracks. Yeah, they will. We'll be driving by, and they will just freak out when they it. see our car. Just so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's like been the best compliment y'all have gotten? God, that's a good one. I I don't know. We've gotten such a variety. I just love I I just any kid that calls our car race car is probably just our favorite. Anytime. Oh no, I know what I. Okay, we were at the grocery store, and we were loading up our groceries. And this, I think she she wasn't like old. She was like maybe forty, but she was just so enthusiastic on our car, and um. She was like, it's like Fast and the Furious. And I think that was probably the coolest compliment I've ever gotten on my car because it indicated to me that she knows nothing about how slow cross tracks are. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, ma'am, Fast and Furious. That's yeah. my car. It looks fast and it, it is looks furious. Fast. Yeah. Yep. So we don't speed because if we do and we look like this, the cops will definitely have our number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cross tracks are, are not fast at all. No. especially with the tent yeah a little, little top heavy but that's okay i'm not in a hurry yeah i want to get to where i can camp or climb yeah yep. yeah exactly uh so what is the number 42 in the name decal on the side of your car i mean I, the, I know what the name is now but i, I kind of figured it out but yeah that, um that's so, the answer to the life universe and everything yeah. Oh yeah. 42, 42, 42. It's another hitchhiker's reference. Yes. Um, but the decals themselves are definitely a world rally cross reference. Spec. Like we looked up the the specs that uh drivers are required to have for uh world rally cross cars and then yeah, and then we ordered just... some decals so that we could pretend ours was mm-hmm. that's really um, cool. I like that. Yeah. So y'all excited for um the uh, uh, launch control coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Can't wait. Very excited. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. This will come out after it's been released, but I'm excited to, uh, to see it. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll be getting back from Hawaii when this comes out. So we'll probably be oh. gearing up to watch it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Get back. Nice. So you talked about Orsini vinyl and designs. How did you get connected with her? <laughs> Uh, we found her stuff on Reddit. Of course. Um, I I want to say we found someone posted like mountain decals on Reddit and we were like, where did you get those? Um, and we ordered some for our Impreza and found out that she lived like yeah, in the talking. same town as my parents. And we were in, living in Napa at the time. So we were still like four or five hours south of here. Um, and instead of 
shipping our order because we were driving up to come see my parents. She was like, oh, I'll just like drop them off and we can like meet and like oh. I can see your car and it'll be really cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then three years later, we're best friends. And we talk like every day. And are on her hype and, team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've got to get her on the podcast. I've been trying to, like, she's been one I've been wanting to have on here for a long time. And I don't really know a whole lot about her. And that's one of the reasons I want to get her on, because, like, she has her decals out there everywhere. And she does such an incredible job. And She's such a big name. Yeah. Like, still a mystery. Yeah, so I want to, like get her on here to talk about her business and how it got started and everything, you know, the typical stuff. But yeah, I, I want to get her on. So I think, I think we're getting closer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I keep bugging her about it. Yeah. And I'm sure this is going to be a little kick in the pants too. <laughs> I hope I love you. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, let's do it. <laughs> um. So do you, do you get a, a lot of Subi waves driving around? Oh gosh. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't feel like we do because we live in the Pacific Northwest. So like everybody has Subies up here, like they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I would say we get a decent amount. We get a lot of waves and we're now so far into the car community. We have Dodge we get Chargers waves waving at us. Now. We get the whole we're just like town. recognizable. Yep. Um, People are just like, oh, it's them again. Let's wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, a nice feeling. Yeah. My favorite is when we leave humble because like we go to places, you know, for work and don't really know the general population there and we still get waves. Those are my favorite. It was bizarre being in LA because we're very much an overland we don't fit in. car and you're driving around LA with all these like very much mall crawl, not even mall crawl, like just like daily suburban nights. I feel like there's a pretty decent sized Subaru community in LA. It's just that we were there for such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm that we didn't all we saw were the people that didn't have mods on their car. Yeah. And we felt very out of place. Yeah. There's, there's mostly um, daily drivers around here, but I did yesterday. um, She saw my train photo that I took of of Pearl next to the train. When I was leaving that spot, I saw somebody coming up behind me with some, um, front like off-road lights and when i turned left the guy turned left behind me and it was a lifted um forester and so mm-hmm. he was behind me at a light and i gave him the subi wave and he smiled and gave the subi wave back so that was pretty cool amazing yeah, we just start chanting one of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's rare around here for me to see any other modded subarus so oh, that was yeah. nice. not rare around here not here but definitely did not see many when we were driving through Texas, any of the number of times we've been. No. Yeah. No, not much. Um, what I saw also on your Instagram, it says, is it Wyatt tribal land? Yeah. Wyatt tribal land. Yeah. Um, so where we live in Eureka um, originally was the uh, tribal land of the Wyatt indigenous people. Um, and my family is, Native American. So I just like to shout out the uh, original owners of the land wherever I'm living at the time. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's a nice little tribute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little, like, I'm posting all my pictures from 
your space. So mm-hmm. yeah. we're acknowledging them. Yeah. That's good. I like that. That's very nice. Um, so where have been some of your favorite places you've gone with your cross trek? Ooh, we took a fun road trip to Glacier National Park. Um, we did, it was like a whole loop. We left Humboldt, we did like Mount Hood and then went to Glacier and then did North Cascades, Mount Rainier, Crater Lake, and then came back home. Um, and I would say probably Glacier was my favorite. Mm-hmm. That we've taken the trek anyways. I just like taking the trek up right here locally. We drive an hour and a half into the Redwoods along all these logging trips, miles and miles of dirt road logging logging trails trails up to places to rock climb. And we'll just go and park the car right by where we're climbing and pop the tent and spend the weekend and climb and camp. That sounds nice. That's my most fun. Honestly, that doesn't surprise me that that's your answer. Mm -hmm. So, and what's what's the furthest distance you've driven? Because I know you've been out to Texas, and you said something about cross country. So, what's the furthest you've you've gone? Oh, in the track, not not terribly far. Um, I think most of our crazy stuff was done in either the, in our Honda Fit or in the Impreza. Oh, okay. But in the track, I think so far the longest we've done in one in one outing was just shy of three thousand miles, mm-hmm. um, and that was that. Glacier, Glacier North Cascades, Mount Rainier trip. Yeah. 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 Nice trip. Um, too. We do lots of little trips. So we'll the, go down to like Sacramento for the weekend or the trek has gone from Mexico to Canada, not in one not sitting, in one city, but no. it has, it has done its We've fair driven the entire, entire 101 highway. Oh, uh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's we've driven every mile of it. Yes. Very pretty, pretty much the whole way. So how many miles do you have on it? I think we're in the 70. I think we like just broke 75. We're in the 75 range, 75,000 mile range. I always think it's higher than it is too, though. I'm like, oh yeah, we're definitely a hundred thousand miles. And then I look and I'm like, oh wait, we're nowhere near that. And it's what, just like two and a half years old, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not cranking because of the pandemic. We're not putting as many it miles on down it a lot. as we used to. <laughs> yeah. We've just kind of stayed local. Yeah. I don't feel so bad then because mine's a year and not even a year and a half. And I just broke 40,000. Yeah. No, that's, I feel like the pandemic kind of like slowed everything down everyone's very local now. road trip wise yeah mm-hmm. at least for us it did yeah yeah my a lot of my miles have come from going up to dallas because i live in west houston my girlfriend lives in dallas so a lot of oh, wow. trips up there but i've also been to yeah. arkansas two or three times i went to colorado for a trip last summer so i've and i just i like to get out and drive it period because yeah. especially with what's going on, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm home alone a lot. I work from home and sometimes I just yeah. want to get out on my lunch break and go for a drive and just yeah. be in my car because it's like right now being so alone most of the time, it's kind of like the one thing that I can have that really can bring me some joy. You know, even if I'm, I don't have any trails, even if it's just driving down the road or driving around, it's just getting in there and, and driving. 
Yeah. It's, just doing the thing for us, especially with all the car camping we've done and like living, like pretty much living in our car for a week or two when we vacation, it's a second home and yeah. it's kind of like a stress-free second home. Like you get in the car to go on your road trip and you don't have to worry about your bills anymore. You don't have to worry about cleaning the dishes. You're just kind of getting in the car and driving to somewhere to enjoy. Yeah. So do y'all have any big plan? I mean, any big trips planned for this next year? Um, I think right now the biggest trip we have planned that will involve the cross trek is in September. We're going up to Washington, um, the like Seattle area to photograph and officiate one of our college best friends wedding. Oh, that'll be a nice trip. Yeah. While so, we're up there, we'll get into car hijinks for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> all of my uh, my Washington car people hit me up. Yes. No, I'll, I'll I'll definitely be posting more about it uh, when it gets closer because I want to see all all of the people. Mm-hmm. Now you said that you don't really get any snow there, but you can drive to some snow. So I'm I'm guessing you've driven through like snow and mud, and have you driven through sand or anything either? Yeah, uh, we live a stone's throw from the beach. Okay. So we're on the sand probably, uh, I was going to say the most, but then I remembered that our driveway is dirt. So we're definitely on dirt and mud the most. (laughs) We're on dirt and mud the most. But other than, you know, that for our driveway, uh, sand more than snow for sure. We'll drive out onto the beach and enjoy for a bit. and... And the beaches here are pretty like, okay, it's hit or miss. Some of them are very, very cliffy and some of them are very, very flat. But the oh. flat one, it's just so easy to drive out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we haven't gotten stuck, like, yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, there have been a couple of times where we've been, like, lazy about airing down our tires. And then we have to air them down, down after to we get, get out. Stuck. <laughs> um, yeah. But we haven't, we've yet to get ourselves in a place where we needed outside help. That's yeah. good. Yeah. What is your what is your favorite terrain to drive through? Snow. Snow. For Absolutely. Sure. Sand. I'm always worried that I am going to get stuck. Like it just it feels like it's going to happen one day. But the snow, it's it's it just, just feels, fun. It just feels you just right. Can, you can just slide around. And for us, that's a lot more work than slide around. Then not. So. I don't know. I feel like she's pretty grippy on the snow. She does a very good job. On the I snow. feel a lot safer on the snow in the cross track than I did in the Honda. Absolutely. That also might have just the two wheel drive and the Honda that we had. Yeah. yeah. X mode though. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, definitely like I like driving through. I don't get a chance to do it often, but I like driving through mud because I like and and I don't get to drive through any like deep mud or anything, but. The times that I've been able to, I love the feeling of the car slipping around yep. in the mud. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just such a, a fun feeling. But I also like how you can feel the all-wheel drive going to work when you're driving yeah. through mud, you know. Yeah. Just come come hit up our driveway. Yeah. By the time we make it from the start of our driveway to the end of our driveway, we have so much mud on our mud flaps that we park. In the and paved it literally park. drips and it and we have like piles of of mud that just drip off the... <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah. sure i'll be right there i'm on my way <laughs> we'll make you lunch mm-hmm. all right sounds good um so if y'all could travel any place that you wanted to without any restrictions where would you go 
uh, we would take the the trek to Europe. Yeah, can we just say Europe as a whole? Because you whole. can drive everywhere. Of course, I've yet, I've you yet can yet drive be, around the whole world pretty much. Yeah, I've yet to visit any European countries, and I feel like if we're going to do it and we're going to drive it, I would be sad to do it not in the cross track. Yeah. Um. So we would just you know fly that over. Yeah, ship it. Just ship it. Mm-hmm. And uh, road trip around Europe for a while. Europe, Africa, Asia, all of it. It's all connected. That, so that you can, can get just, to. Yeah. Yeah, that would be an awesome trip. That would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. My heart wants to take it to Japan just because it's a Japanese car, and I want to. I want it to like return to the motherland. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's like a logistical nightmare. Yeah. It would be cool though. It would. I'm a little jealous of all of the Subaru, uh, the Subaru accounts that I follow that are in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. So um, for you, for like the interior of your car, what would be your favorite feature? Not including anything that you've added as a mod, but just like the car itself. Yeah. Uh, so does eyesight count for that? Is <laughs> that course. like an interior feature? Then definitely the eyesight. Yeah. Um, I think other than that, the heated seats, the heated seats, <laughs> cause I have back problems. So it's like a heating pad. Just oh, like, nice. I, know. I love it so much. That's a good point. I never thought yeah. of it that way. Oh my God. I, I almost always have my heated seats on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's comfortable. It feels yeah. good. And then same question for the exterior, not including anything that you've added, but just the car itself. Like, what is your favorite exterior feature? For me, it's the headlights because we have the ones that point. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, nice. So when we turn, they if we turn yeah. left, the lights point so to the left. The, and that's it was life changing. Oh, my gosh. Especially here. Um, so we'll be like driving. I mean, just to get to our house, you have to go up a a, windy, a pretty steep, windy road. hill in the middle of the woods. So there are times where you really want to, you know, be able to see around the corner that you're turning to make sure you're not going off the cliff. And it's so convenient. Deer. It's so convenient that the headlights just turn with the steering wheel. That mm-hmm. is really then, cool. Yeah. Then you don't have to like guess yeah. what's around the corner in the middle of the woods. That's a great. Yeah. That's an awesome feature. I've heard yeah. of that before, but I forgot about that. That's really, that's really nice. Yeah, definitely uh, love that. Worth it. Yep. So being a photographer, I know you probably take all the pictures of your, of Kaylee, but um, so w- what's some of the craziest things you've done to get a good shot? This question kind of, oh. this question comes from Miley. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I love this. One time I broke out my fog machine um, and I, I set up the fog machine in my driveway and had some like LED colored like sunset lamps. Um, and I had my fog machine going and had these weird like colorful and we lamps. Had sparklers. Yeah, and uh, I think a, I posted a couple of them to the IG for sure. I don't remember which ones, um, but I was out there taking long exposures and like for light hours. painting and had the fog <laughs> machine and, it was so ridiculously extra and I loved every second of it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. That is I'm super here, cool. I'm here for all of the like, let's get ridiculous. We also definitely do the let's drive two hours into the woods while Just it's snowing for a picture. to take a picture of the car. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's pretty funny how people will go through like, oh, we have to go do this so I can get a great shot of my car. I, I kind of yeah, feel sure, bad for my of, huh? that picture in front of um out what half dome and the people took like hours to take it just oh my gosh yeah there was i don't remember which instagram account it was um but somebody somebody in their subaru was like yeah we drove back and forth around this corner for half an hour to try to get the shot in front of half dome because there were there kept being people in the shot oh yeah we'll do for a good picture yeah i've done that before too where there's sometimes when i'm like trying to drive around somewhere and I'm like, oh man, that would be such a good spot if those people weren't in the way. Yeah. So then you just hover and then just wait, wait for them to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for my son sometimes because I'll be like driving somewhere and I'll like stop to take a picture and he just kind of looks and rolls his eyes and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Same with us. Yeah. Our, our kid was that way. And then this past Christmas, um, we got him a little like Polaroid camera. It, it looks like a mini GoPro, um, yeah. but it's Polaroid brand and it's like waterproof and shock resistant. And now he so takes- he can like beat it up and we don't have to worry. And now we stop for pictures of the car and he's like, can I get out and take pictures too? And I'm like, heck yeah, dude. Awesome. You absolutely can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the trick is just, you got to trick your son into wanting to take, the get pictures. him in on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point because he likes taking photos. And so I might get him to be like, I might challenge him and be like, hey, let's see what kind of picture you can get. Because I really yeah. like the photos that you take, like compliment him and then say, yeah. hey, let's see Make what you can do. Yeah. yeah, If you do a good enough job, I'll put it on my Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then that way we can, you know, it's something that we can do together. So, yeah, absolutely. I like that. Good point. Thank you. Yeah. So do you do you have any like any little tips about getting a good shot for people who may want to, you know, take some pics of their cars? Ooh, um, Juniper gave some really good advice to I don't remember who you were talking to, but we were talking to someone about this. And she said, um, pick a spot on the car that you like, like just a feature on the car. Like if you're drawn particularly to the headlights or the wheels or the wheels or something like pick a spot and focus on it and do like detail shots and be inspired by it and then pull back. And that's when you get like, I feel like not a lot of people get really close to their car. It's always the Um, entire car. and It's almost always like a big chunk of the car, if not the whole car. Um, And I feel like putting your car in, positions where you're not getting the whole car or um like some of our best shots are just a third or half of the car with it cut off and there's a background or the dog well, I mean, or just like of those, the taillights I, like, I feel like there's a severe lack of detail shots yeah. like we have beautiful taillights or beautiful yeah. wheels like, and the cars are really cool looking that's a yeah. very good so, point i like that yeah there's a lot of design then, work that goes into all then, the little details. Let's and, show them off. Right. And then we're adding all of our own mods and designs. So like all of our details, we could take the exact same detail shot framed exactly the same way. And depending on where that is on the car, it's going to look completely different for every owner because yeah. we're all adding different stuff and yeah. choosing different colored accents and 
like just it's like write a love story to your car but with pictures that's yeah. kind of how i read it i like that Speaking of yeah. details, I noticed you, I was scrolling through your, your Instagram feed and you had mentioned something about how you love your wheels. Yes. I love the white wheels. I feel like it gives it such a fun look. Yeah. It's a funny story. Cause we were going to get black. We we're going to get, we, okay. I was going to have us get black <laughs> wheels. And, then... and I was like, ask if they have white. And they happened, they actually, they didn't have they black, didn't have the black, but, but they, they had, had the a white set of the white. Um, so when we ended up, we had been planning on getting new wheels and tires from the stock ones that we had. Um, but it was a very last second thrown together thing. Cause we didn't know which wheels we wanted. We ran over, and like then a we railroad. ran over a railroad spike and it like screwed our, wow. our tires. So yeah, we, replaced all of them like two days later yeah a last minute decision to upgrade the wheels and tires and they just happened to have white which is what i wanted no is this a local place that had them yeah we took them to just our local tire shop but the the wheels themselves are moteggies um which i feel like i see a decent amount of moteggies but i might just be (laughs) because you're following the the right people (laughs) actually (laughs) it might i might be following the hashtag but yeah, love them. They're great. I think the design is really nice. It's different um, than ever anything else with I've seen yeah, rolling around. Yeah, sure. me too. I, I mean, they they complement the car and the overall looks so well. I think y'all did a great job with that. Thank Thanks. you. I think it adds, it adds to the Hot Wheel look, I think. Yes, totally. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It does. Um so speaking of all this stuff that we like about your car, is there anything that you don't like? Okay, we've been racking our brains. I can't think of and really I can't, anything. Can't think of anything. Yeah. Like and the few things that we disliked, we've modded to improve. So I really didn't like the little light that's in the hatch that's over on the side. Because it's just not it, very bright. It's not functional. Like if you are, if it's full of camping gear, it's useless. You're blocking it. Yeah. But we added lights to the hatch and kind of solved that problem. And even still, that's like the only problem that I can really think of that bothered me significantly. I, I wish it went a little faster. That's about it. I wish I, had, <laughs> I could get onto the highway a little bit quicker, but I can't really complain about that. If I drive smartly, oh, see, it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm happy it doesn't go faster because I would absolutely speed. Mm-hmm. I agree. But, yeah. Like, no, I don't need the temptation. I'm okay. Yeah. Cause mine, I mean, mine's a manual. So I have a little more control over my driving experience and I do have fun with it. So, I mean, it's still, yeah. it's not by any means a faster car because it's a manual, but I do have a lot of fun driving it. Yeah. I have too many knee problems to have a manual, all the extra stuff going on. I just can't for all the driving we do. It just hurts me too much. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll stick with our little automatic. Our automatic. Yeah, no, that's understandable. I remember like when I first bought mine, I think for the first two and a half or three weeks, my left leg was getting sore from all the shifting. It's a workout. It is. Especially yeah. if you're not. Good. Yeah. Now it's, now it's fine. But, um, yeah. So if you, if you were told that you had to switch to another Subaru today, which one would it be and why? Okay. Another model. So, so if the Solterra counts, 
If it was out, if that, that's like, what we would do. We would get the Solterra, but I don't. But I don't think it's not out yet. Selling yet. So I'm going to say the Outback, and why? Because it comes in green. Yeah. And because green is my yeah. favorite color. And it's just it's just the like upgrade of the Crosstrek. It's bigger. It's more off roady. It's just kind of the next step up. Yeah. Green. But dark green. Because I like the I like the plasma yellow, like neon pea soup kind of green that the mm-hmm. Crosstrek has. And that's nice. But but that, I really want that dark, mm-hmm. like forest green. I want to blend in with the woods. Yeah, no, that's a good color. I agree. Um, but if your accounts, I want the electric vehicle. That just sounds like a nice We're addition. very pro-environment and we just yeah. then that one for that. That one would be our daily driver. Once they can once there's a, a lift for it, then we'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um <clears throat> so there are there like three people out in the community that you haven't met in person that if you could go hang out with them for a day, who would that be? Ooh, okay. So I wrote these down because I didn't want to forget because I feel like I follow so many people. But uh, P. Soob, I love her. I don't remember her name because I'm terrible with names. Um, but she's so sweet. Uh, I feel like every interaction I have with her is just like wholesome. And yeah, I love her. I want to just spend the day with her and like go do car stuff. That just sounds like a ton of fun. Um, and then of course, adventure dad wagon. Uh, I think he was the first Subaru account I followed, but he, I used to live in Hampton roads where he lives. And so now every time I see him posting stuff like where he lives, I'm like, I want to go back and visit and just hang out with him. Mm -hmm. Um, that sounds like a a really fun time. Yeah. And he's such a nice Uh, guy too. Yeah. I mean, and like, I can't imagine how, like, I think my cat is attacking me. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I can't imagine how like surreal it must be for him to have such like a big following all because of his car. But then I think about it and it's like, we're kind of headed. We're all just headed that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's, it's pretty surreal and cool to think about the car community being so supportive. Yeah. Um, and then I would say I definitely want to hang out with the rogue Trek. Uh, that's, he has a white cross Trek and a white Husky. Uh-huh. Um, but you just want to pet the dog. I don't, well, so he takes really good pictures. So it's like a multi-fold hangout, right? Because I love hanging out with photographers and I love talking like gear and workflow and photo stuff. And then I'm, I love dogs just in general. I'm, I'm always down to hang out with a dog. So it's like a, a, the perfect trifecta. Yeah, three for one. A beautiful dog. He takes beautiful pictures. He's very nice. He's got a cross track. Yeah. I've talked to him a couple of times and he has a cross track. So it seems like it would be an all around, like awesome day of hanging out with people. Yeah. Yeah. And then what are, what are some of your favorite builds that you follow? Oh gosh, there's so many. Um, definitely the first that comes to mind is Blossom Trek. Mm-hmm. It's on the mm-hmm. podcast. I love, I love how unique um, her build is. It's just so, so I, fun. It's fun. Yeah. 
which is like our thing. And so I wanted a fun build. I just want to look at it and it makes me happy. Yeah. Um, other than that, I really get stoked on the people that like get stoked on their own build. Um, I'm a very much like, I just match people's energy usually. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's hard to pick favorites. Yeah. Like, they're all my favorite. Like if you think that your car is your favorite, like my car is my favorite, Yeah. but I feel like that's the point, you know, so yeah. we should all have our own cars be our favorite. And then I, I just love. If you're excited about up. it, I'm excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Like just everybody's is my favorite. Everybody that's excited about their build. Your car is my favorite and you are my favorite because like, that's the whole point of this, you know, is all of us being stoked on our own build and sharing that with our community. It's really nice to have just a whole community of so many cool, unique cars. Like there's so many. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so, it's so cool how people are supportive of each other. Like you get excited for other people getting, like you said, getting excited about their car. Like when they say, Oh, my, I'm so excited about my next mod coming up and, you know, and then they reveal it or whatever. And then everybody gets really excited for them. It's not, you know, yeah. you don't really get the whole, hey, look what I'm doing because my car is cool and my car's better than you or whatever. You know, it's like yeah. everybody's just so supportive of each other because we're all, like you said, we're all here doing the same things in a different way and different mods. But it's just like we like um, just expressing ourselves through what we're doing yeah. with our cars. And, and it's just it's just so fun. And it's like such positive energy to see how supportive yeah. everybody is of each other's builds and getting excited yeah. for each other. Absolutely. It's like, there's no FOMO. We're all just like really happy for each other. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I might have a little FOMO with all the people driving through snow. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so what's the craziest place you've ever been in your cross trick? Ooh, see, I don't know. Craziest. I would say probably just some of the logging roads that we go and find back here, uh, purely because it's you you never know if you're going to get a like redwood tree in the middle of the road that fell and it's just no one has discovered it because it's just an abandoned road. Yeah. You know, and the road is blocked and you have to turn around or if you're going to find a pothole the size of your car because it's been raining and the road <laughs> is lacking or Sometimes you'll find like creeks and rivers that go through roads that you get to drive through. And it's kind of rare um, that you find those. Um, Which makes those it even better. Yeah. I, I would say probably just like random logging roads are the craziest. And what's, um, what's the most fun place you've ever been? I just, the Horse Mountain right here locally. <laughs> It's just, it's there. We drive up there. It's the logging roads that River spoke of, but it's also where it snows. It's mm-hmm. where we rock climb. It's where we cut down our Christmas trees. Like It's also hard because we have, we had the, we bought the cross trek at the end of 2018. So we had it for 2019 and we did some like road trips and stuff, did a little bit of overlanding, but then immediately you know, 2020, the pandemic through, through now, we just haven't, haven't been home. So we just haven't, most no, of it we is, have been home. We haven't been out. Yeah. 
Um, Most of our craziness is getting stuck on the beach or getting stuck yeah, up in a logging road. Or, or all of our craziness is in our, in our, our Impreza. Impreza. Mm-hmm. Our Impreza, <laughs> we got stuck. We have some stories for that one. We ended up, we took it on this road in, what it, was it Bryce Canyon? Or was it Canyonlands? Canyonlands. Canyonlands in Moab, Utah. Canyon Canyonlands National Park. And we were like, oh, we see all these cars going. Like, we saw a couple sedans. We were like, let's do it. Um, and we get like towards the bottom of this road yeah. and a Jeep had to turn around because it was too bad. It was too bad. And there was like a rock that was being held up by a tree that you could, we could technically drive under, mm-hmm. but wasn't worth the risk. The risk. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was probably the, I think we had to do like a 20 point turn to turn around and get out of it. Oh yeah. Cause it was a little tiny was, road like, off one a way cliff. road. And then the other side was just like, gonna... you had one cliff to your right going up and one cliff to your left going down. Yeah. So um, you just kind of had to wiggle around to get that turn around. Yeah. But that was, the that impressive. was an Impreza. Yeah. That car got beat up for a month, for a month, for a month and then returned. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a rental. On it. Yeah, they kept the decals on it when we returned, yeah. when we traded it in. Shout out to so Orsini. They, they, <laughs> they put it for sale with the uh, mountain decals that, that we got from Hope. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What so is, someone somewhere probably has that has car, that I would car. imagine. Yeah. And what has been your most random find on the road? Ooh. Random find on the road. We just pick up like furniture all the time yeah couches that's pretty that's pretty much it yeah i feel like we don't get out much the more i talk if if we stop and get <laughs> out it's to take a picture oh okay no random find on the road we were in monument valley mm. um and or we were going to monument valley and there was just this like huge chunk of like stone in the middle of the road big enough that we didn't want to drive over it yeah. Um, and we ended up picking it up. And we were like, I was like, River, just get it out of the way. So she got way. it out of the way by putting it in our trunk. <laughs> and now we just have that rock. Yeah. There you go. That was, that's yeah. probably the this most like random. It's like sandstone just like just chunk sitting of out rock that's like sitting on my deck now. <laughs> and then what, what is something that you always have in your car? Baby wipes. Ooh, okay. Baby wipes and baby powder. Baby powder. Baby powder will absorb the water um, that is making the sand stick to your feet when you go to the beach. So before you get in the car, you put some baby powder on your feet to get the sand off. Yep. And it just makes them like nice and smooth. And then you don't have to vacuum as much. Oh, good point. Baby wipes are just convenient all around good. Like even if you don't have a kid. Get yeah. them because you're going to spill a coffee or your burger or something while you're driving around. Also bear spray. But we live in in the woods. We live in the woods. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think mean, I need that here. That. Well, yeah. I mean, you say that, but there are crazy people on the road. Bear spray is going to be a better deterrent than a than some of the other stuff you might have in your car. Yeah, because that stuff shoots 15 feet. That'll keep somebody somebody away from trying to steal anything. Good point. Yeah. Good point. We, we uh, almost had to use it on an elk in uh, Yellowstone. Yeah, one it, time because it was running down this jogger we were driving by, and uh, I rolled down the window and pulled out the bear spray. We're yelling at this elk, 
and it, it ended up stopping a couple feet from us but yeah it was scary so you never know when you might need your bear spray yeah, yeah no that's a good point um where, where would you rather be mountains beach or desert Ooh, desert yeah desert for me, really for me i know you're probably mountains. the mountains for sure can we be like here mountains because the beach is right here hey wherever <laughs> so the mountains, beach and snow no desert and i can tell you exactly which desert joshua tree mm. I, they, there's something about that place yeah. that is just if it wasn't in the middle of literally nowhere and far away from all of the amenities of life that i want to enjoy mm-hmm. um i would consider moving to the desert so what it's is like it high forest it's like a what like the anti-forest oh. you know in a forest you can't see so i live my whole life um at night i just prefer being awake at night it's like the best time um so that's kind of the terms that i think in i'd rather be in the desert at night than the forest at night. the forest at night is spooky because it's just it's like being in a cave it's well you can't, you can't see anything you can't see anything yeah. but in the desert you get the stars there's nothing there mm-hmm very good point. The anti, the anti forest. The anti forest, yeah. <laughs> um, if you if you were able to have a hand in it, what would the next generation cross track have in it, or what should it have in it? Ooh, you know, I want an electric cross track. For me, I just I'm we're just we're moving that way as a society for the electric cars, and I think it's a great idea and. That's just what uh, that's what I would want, because then I, I would have that off of my conscience because I love driving my car. It's it's one of my favorite things to do. But and I the, love how it looks. But like sitting on my conscience is the Solterra just, doesn't look bad. No. Right. But if I could choose, I'd rather it be a cross track. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like getting a cross track that just comes already lifted a little more would be nice. A trim option that's just a lifted one, yeah. maybe. A wilderness edition cross yeah, track. There you go. That's a wil- what I want. A wilderness edition electric cross track. There you go. Yeah. There sign, we go. Sign me up in dark green. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> that's the it's perfect like cross track there. Yeah. Yeah, because it'd be nice to have the ability to still be able to go out and enjoy it and have fun, but also know that you have an electric car and it's better for the environment and everything. You know, as long as you've got something that is has a good range and that you have the yeah. ability to recharge, because that would be the tough part is if you're out somewhere yeah. and you can't just bring. Part. Yeah, you can't just bring like an extra two and a half can, you know, gas can yeah. to or two and a half gallon gas can to to fill up. You know, I mean, unless maybe they had like more of like a hybrid option to where you could have the ability mm-hmm. to like, oh, like, hey, I've, I mean, I may have one. Yeah. yeah, but one that was more like fully electric, but with the option yeah. of like, hey, I need to In get out of this spot. Yeah, yeah. Let me add some gas to it and get out of here. But I'm not an engineer, so I'm not going to try and solve that problem. <laughs> yeah, just, me uh, neither. I'll just um, go with the yeah, yeah. Um, if you could change anything about your Subaru right now, what would you change? Hmm. I just want to. I just want to add more of our mods. There's nothing. There's I would a couple really of spots on a on our wrap that I need to redo because mm-hmm. they're, they're like you, 
you know, wear and tear from the road. It gets hit with rock and now there's like a hole in the wrap. Gets picked at by our nine-year-old. Or yeah, the nine-year-old <laughs> or it rains for three weeks straight and the rain peels some of the wrap back a little bit. Um, it looks really great in pictures though. So I think when it starts looking bad in pictures is when I'll actually get around to fixing it. Yeah. Cause it's until then it's just like, well, I'm the only one that notices. Yep. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, unless it's completely obvious, then you don't need to worry about it so much. Yeah. So what would what would you say has been your biggest lesson learned with your Subaru journey? Mm. Air down your tires when you go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> don't be lazy with it. Because every time we're lazy with it. We get stuck. Every yep. time. Always air down. And it's not so stuck that we can't undo it, but it's still inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that you have like your, your photography is a hobby. Do you have any other hobbies besides the photography? <laughs> uh, rock climbing, uh, but I've turned all my hobbies into jobs. So mm-hmm. like photography's started out as a hobby, like 18 years ago. And now I'm a professional photographer and nice. climbing was a hobby. And now I work at a climbing gym. Oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. So, <laughs> pretty much just yeah, we pretty, pretty much rock it. climbing and climb, car and climb and take pictures, yep. go on road trips, camp, camp. That sounds fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good time. And they all mesh well together. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's a, it's a good lifestyle mix of all of those things for sure. Yeah. And they're all expensive hobbies, which sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're turning them into a job, then that's a, that makes it easier. A little bit. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mildly, until it's time to file your taxes, and then it's not easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's a good one. What would you? What about your cross trek? Best matches your personality. The colors. Absolutely. It's we're, so. I feel like it's. We're you look at it. You look at it, and you're like, whoever drives that is just really like out there and like flamboyant. Um, I'm like super extroverted just uh, in general um it's very which, fitting yeah it's i mean like i haven't had a natural hair color in almost 17 years <laughs> i like and i'm i'm just a colorful person yeah and then all of our uh our logos and brands that are on the side um we're not like officially sponsored by anybody but we're just we excited. just get really really hyped on uh, the brands that we've chosen to throw on our car. And I feel like those are a pretty good representation of who we are as people. Cause we have some of our like climbing brands up there. Your photography. My, band. Yeah. My, my camera is a Fujifilm. I have the Fujifilm logo up there. Um, you know, it's just like all of our interests, vans, the shoes, uh, San Francisco shock, the overwatch team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's all of our nerd references, you know, the front license plate cover says where we're going, we don't need roads. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Back says you shall not pass. And we used to have a little like Gandalf sticker that went with it. Um, and then the, the specs on the windows with our last name and the 42 and the flags from the States that we were born in, you know, Maryland and California. It's like, it just really kind of just like spilled our guts onto the car. Yeah. So, how, so being from Maryland and California, how'd you two end up meeting? Uh, we met in Washington, D.C. 
my parents were in the Navy. Um, so we moved around a lot and I was living in Virginia and went to college in DC and she lived in Maryland and went to college in DC and we were in the same, uh, freshman orientation group. There you go. And then I further cemented our friendship by going door to door, asking people if they wanted food. Cause mm. I went from cooking for a family of eight to cooking for one. And and then so I like, started dragging you on the hour long train ride to the climbing gym. Yep. And then the rest of the <laughs> been it's 11 been 11 years. years. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Um, so if, if you had to, if you had to describe your cross track in one word, what would that be? Quirky. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I feel Quir- like it's entirely accurate. Yeah. Quirky is good. Quirky is like one of the best qualities anybody can have. Yeah. I feel like it's such an endearing word. Yeah. You know, because it's like you're, I have always loved the term weird for myself. I just feel like I'm weird, but then people get so like, offended. it's like quirky is like a a nice way to say that something is weird, but it's like in such an endearing, loving way. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just weird. It's quirky. Yeah. I've, I've told my kids that they're weird and quirky and stuff and that it's a great thing and it's a great quality and don't ever stop being weird. You know, don't stop being quirky. Keep cross track weird. Exactly. Yeah. That should that should be so they have they have the keep Austin weird. That should be keep cross track weird. Keep Portland weird. Keep Subaru weird. Hope if you're listening to this, I know what your next decal needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh so what 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 would you say is your favorite thing about owning your cross track? Oh, the fact that I own it. Um when the yellow ones came out, I don't even remember what year that was. And they made so few of them. I had decided I was like, I'm going to get a really bright cross trek one day. It's her affordable dream car. It's like, literally like people are like, Oh, what's your dream car? And I'm like, I'm driving it. I wanted a car that looks like a hot wheel. I wanted something that was really colorful. I wanted something that was safe and reliable and that I could like camp and off-road in. I mean, it like checks all the boxes. Yeah. The perfect car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's a, here's a good one. So with all like the, the accounts and other Subarus that you follow and stuff, if you could trade Subies with one other person for a day, who would you trade uh, with? Can I, I want to take my cop out answer and say hyper blue sunshine. Uh, that's my mom's Subie. Yeah. It's a, it's a hyper blue. Um, her handle is hyper blue sunshine because we're actually, I'm in the process of wrapping her car to match my car. It's going to be inverted. She'll, she'll so have our body, memory. Yeah. So the body will be blue and then it'll have orange and white um, striped accents and the side view mirrors are orange. And um, we just got her Subi stars printed the big yellow ones. And we're working on getting the, uh, the and numbers for the side and the last names and the flags. And they're going to be like just a part of the team twins. That's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then what would you say your favorite thing is about being part of the Subi community? The people. Yeah. I feel like it's just a very specific type of people that are, that are a drawn to Subarus in general and B take it a step further and get actively involved in the community. You know, like as a, as a company, Subaru does a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. And I, I feel like all of the people that get involved with the community tend to get involved with that really cool stuff. Um, being like national parks and Subaru loves pets and like 
all of those like amazing initiatives. And there's such a variety of people. You have the very young people with the sports cars and you have the very old people that are just. That have had their Subaru since, you know, they were a kid and it's still running and on the road. And it's like, there's this common ground within the community that we all love our cars already. And then I think the added layer of it being a Subaru, it just like, there's a, there's just a, it's a specific type of people, you know, like Jeeps, Jeep people are a thing and they, they're a specific type of people, but Subaru people are like wholesome Jeep people. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, I agree. I mean, and then I think there are people that never knew that they were a Subaru person until they bought one like me yes. because oh my gosh. I didn't like, I, I remember years ago, one of my friends was looking for a new car and he was going to look at Subarus and I was just kind of like, I don't really, these things aren't attractive. I don't really like them. You know, they're, they're, they're not that great. And then when they came out with the Crosstrek, that's when I fell in love. But but I have to yeah. remember, too, I keep forgetting that I always really liked the STI hatchback. Those were yes, so yes. cool. That's that's like... That was my dream car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then my parents had a, like, really old, like, 97 Outback um, when I was a kid. And... I thought we took that thing. We beat the crap out of that thing. (laughs) We took that thing up Mount Rainier like all the time. And I just have always like, I've always associated the Subaru community with like either racing or off-roading. Yeah. And I know both of those things, Mm -hmm. camping. So you you had it in your blood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I saw the cross trek and I fell in love with it and I wanted the ability to go off road and I'm like that's my next car. I don't care how long it takes or when it's going to happen, but that's that's what I'm going to get and then now here I am. Here you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I want to say thank y'all for taking the time to do this. I don't think I had any other questions. Is there anything else y'all want to share that maybe I didn't ask? Ooh, I don't know. We have too many stories to. No, we, yeah, we will sit here down. for hours to tell you stories. So <laughs> I think we're good. All right. Well, yeah. Well, thanks again for taking the time to do this. I know y'all want to get out and go hit some some redwoods and stuff. Oh, you know, try and avoid the trees that are jetting out into the road. Yeah. Keep an eye out for more pictures. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's good. All right. Well, thank y'all, and I hope y'all have uh, a good rest of your weekend. Yeah, yeah, you, you too. too. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. It was fun. It was nice, and, nice yeah. hearing more about y'all and, and about the car and, and everything and your plans for it. Yeah. Oh, super excited. Um, super excited to build my parents out. Yeah. I'm, we get to do all the fun build without a, having to spend any of the money. Yes. Yeah. Good point. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a lot of fun for y'all. Yeah. yeah. Like we just put their mud flaps on. Uh, bright orange that was nice it was fun it was a nice upgrade but yeah and you know thank you for doing the podcast i know i say it to you like all the time no you're welcome you did it yeah you're doing a great job thank you yeah. thank you so much i i really appreciate the compliments and the feedback um because i didn't have any expectations doing this i didn't know what was going to happen and here it is over a year later so thank you yeah super stoked to, to listen every week super stoked to be on it yeah thank you thank you i know it's fun i i, I get excited for you know when people kind of like you said with the cars like you get excited when they're excited so i get yeah. excited when people get excited about wanting to be on the podcast it's a lot of fun for me yeah i i bet 
So, well, thanks again, and y'all have a good rest of your day. Yeah, you, you too. All right. All right. Well, there you go. The Wild Thornberries. If you're not already doing so, go give them a follow on Instagram and check out their awesome Crosstrek. Has a really, really cool color scheme and definitely stands out, I'm sure, no matter where it goes. So go give them a follow. Also, I know I sounded pretty congested probably while you were listening to it. That was recorded a while back when I was still congested. I don't know what was going on, but yeah, hopefully I'm done with that. I'm tired of it. But anyway, um, I hope everybody has a great week. Tune into the news coming up this Wednesday, and uh, we'll see you next Monday for another regular episode. In the meantime, I'll leave you with this little track as always, and everybody have a great week and have a happy Valentine's Day today. <laughs>